Hi guys, this is Natasha Brown and you have tuned into His Word. His Word is here to bring glory to God's name, one testimony at a time. We are here to encourage, uplift, inspire, evangelize and to fellowship with Christ. So what is a testimony? A testimony is the evidence that God is working in your life. It gives us the assurance that God is real and that he is definitely here. So what are you waiting for? Share your testimony today. Hear his word, speak his word and share his word. His word is God's word. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode on Testimony Tuesdays. This is Natasha Brown, your main host, and this episode is Season 3, Episode 10, Walking in Faith. Now this is my favourite topic to talk about, faith, because the Bible lets us know that without faith, in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, without faith it is impossible to please God. So this year, I just want to encourage everybody that's playing this episode today that you need to walk in faith, exercise faith. Now, before I get into that, this is a pretty short episode, but I wanted to show you guys that your testimony doesn't have to be long. It's not about the length. It's not about any of that. It's about the fact that you have come on here to glorify God's name and to remember what he has done for you. The Bible says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimonies. So by you sharing your testimony, you have already overcome because you have acknowledged what God has done for you and what he's capable of doing. So I wanted to speak to you about the importance of walking with God this year in faith, how we must do that through walking by faith. We walk with God by walking by faith. The anchor scripture for this episode is 2 Kings chapter 10 verse 5 and it says this is what the Lord the God of your father David says I have heard your prayer and seen your tears I will heal you everything that you are going through in this life God sees it all he knows your pain he can see what you are going through the same way that he was able to see the pain of the children of Israel that he sent Moses to bring the children of Israel out of Egypt out of their current suffering out of their pain God sees it all. Another fantastic example that allows us to understand that we are not alone in our, t- in, in our times of need. When Jesus was in the boat and they were all in the boat with him and a storm came and they panicked. But Jesus said, oh, thee of little faith, where is your faith? Because even through the midst of a storm, God wants you to understand that he is with you. That no matter how bad it looks, no matter how heavy it is, no matter how much pain you are feeling, he is right there in that boat with you. It may look like he's not there, but the beauty in that scripture is that he reminds us that our faith is so important. Our our faith is a requisite requirement when we are walking with God because things will happen. Things will definitely happen to come and take us out, but it's your mindset that matters, how you view it, how you experience it, how you are able to handle it. And what I love about this topic is that in the Bible, whenever it talks about walking with God, whenever it talks about walking, it says we must walk faithfully. Abraham walked faithfully. Noah walked faithfully. Enoch walked faithfully. 
all these men of God and obviously many other people in the Bible walked with faith, but I'm just having, I'm just giving you an example of those who did walk with faith. All of these people who walked with faith, they pleased God. They showed God that God, I'm hanging on to your word that you said that I should do this. And because you told me to do this, I am going to do this, even though it looks ridiculous, even though it looks crazy, even though people look at me sideways for doing this, people judge me for doing this, people may have an opinion on what I'm doing, but regardless of all of that, I have decided to trust you. Abraham went to a land that he did not even know where he was going, but he did that by faith. And look at the consequences of what he did. In Genesis chapter 17 verse 4 it says, Behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. Multitude of nations. Because Abraham was able to prove that he was obedient to God and had faith, God rewarded him with a multitude of nations. God said, look up to the sky and count the number of descendants that you will have. It was impossible to count. When you walk with God with faith, you better expect that God is going to do exceedingly abundantly above everything that you ever even anticipated. Because that is the type of God that we served. Because Enoch walked with faith, God took him. Enoch did not experience death because God saw him as worthy. He pleased God. He pleased God because he walked by faith. Noah pleased God by building the ark even when it didn't rain. Even when everyone thought he was crazy. But because he was obedient to God, God saved Noah and his family. So when you're obedient to God and you're walking in faith, it doesn't only impact you, it impacts everybody around you, the people that you love, the people that you cherish. Because they're able to see that God is real that he's really working, that the word that we are reading every day is a living word. It says to us that if we do this, this will happen. The Bible is very simple. If we follow all of the commandments and if we do what it says, then we will live a very righteous and happy life. But because we are humans and we like to rebel and have our own ways and do our own thing, that's why many of us sometimes experience things that aren't even God's intention or his will. Now, Job is a fantastic example of how God allowed Satan to basically torment Job, right? God told Satan, he said, you can do anything to him, just do not kill him. And it's amazing how Job had so much faith. He continued to trust God, even though he was go, even though he lost it all, even though he was go going through the worst pain that anyone could ever go through. But it wasn't intended to kill him. It was intended to prove that God was able to trust him. Many of the things that we are currently experiencing in our lives is not to kill us, but it's to build us. It's to make us stronger. It's to make us have a, a fuller and more ambitious relationship with God. I believe that the more we go through these things in life, the more that we are able to not be moved. That when things come our way, because we know that God was able to do it before, because we know that our faith carried us through before, we are able to trust God even in the times when it just looks like, God, this just looks like nothing's going to happen for me right now. It just looks like I'm going to die. It looks like everything's just too much for me right now. It's very, very intense. What do I do? But because you've experienced these things before and your faith has been built, 
it allows you to overcome these things. It allows you to persevere. It allows you to trust God. It allows you to be in a place where you experience complete peace, even through a storm. So I just wanted to let you guys also know before we dive into this episode that because this is an international podcast, people are able to record their testimony anywhere and (laughs) I don't really realise the background noise until I'm editing. So in this episode, you will hear a lot of like sirens and movement in the car, Um, but I'm just happy that God allowed um, Faith to share her testimony so here we go I hope you guys enjoy it and please like subscribe and share let us know if you enjoy this podcast so hi Faith how are you please let us know what God has done for you um so my name is Faith Samisoni uh I currently live in Las Vegas Nevada and I am a stay-at-home mom and that's what I basically do now (laughs) is serve the Lord at home (laughs) my testimony it goes back to 2017. Well, I, I I would say 2016, actually. God got me through a lot of, uh, not just my physical being of cancer, but a lot of depression, anxiety. He's brought me through a lot. But my testimony is that he set me free from all those bondages. And I'm here standing today because he saves me. With the cancer, though, when I first was diagnosed, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to absorb that information of sickness that came upon me because I was raised in a Christian home. But, you know, I thought, like, how could this happen to me? You know, but I had to realize I can't live off my my parents' blessings. I can't live off other people's teachings and knowledge. It was time for me to get the revelation that God is my savior nobody else. I didn't get motivated to even have God to walk me through my whole cancer treatment because when I found out I had cancer, um, I also found out I was pregnant to my youngest child who passed away. And um, yesterday was her two-year anniversary going home. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry that you had to experience all of that. No, it, it's fine. Like, it's to me, that's like all part of my testimony of how I'm still standing here. Because when I found out, my doctors gave me two options was to either abort my child, work on me right away because uh, my cancer uh, was aggressive and was growing, or risk my life carrying my child and they wouldn't do anything because I was pregnant. So I don't believe in abortion. Everybody has their reasons of doing what they do. And I took it serious of God's word of not aborting my child. So I told my doctor at the time, my oncologist, that God is with me. I'm going to carry my child. Boldly, I carried her through eight months being pregnant. God blessed me with five months with her on earth. And then she died. And uh, when she died, I was supposed to work on me, go uh, do my CAT scans because my tumor, my cancer, uh, it didn't leave my body. Like nothing. It was just getting worse while I was pregnant. So I, um, after she passed away, I, I kind of like went through a turn in my life I went through deep depression because I felt like God why is this happening to me I lost my dad I find out I have cancer I carry my child trusting you and then she dies and I still have cancer like where are you God literally I still prolonged my my sickness at the time um not till I, I went back home to Hawaii where I'm originally from uh, to see some family and uh, it literally was a life and death choice right in front of me that my cancer was getting so worse I literally was hemorrhaging blood and my doctors was like okay you need to do something about it. you need to go do treatment or you're gonna die 
there's nothing we can do for you. I sat in that room and I cried and I cried and I was like, okay, how, how can I be a Christian? And I'm dying, God, you know? God is not a genie. God is not something that all oh, you can wish upon a star. So I asked God, if I go through these treatments, if I take care of myself, can you promise me you're going to take care of me? And from then on, I still was having a hard time trusting God. I had a hard time believing he was there for me until I came back to Las Vegas and um, my pastor, she was just preaching the word about being set free. If you're, t if you're really tired of it, if you're tired of being so locked up in those chains of lies of like, cause I was letting, every I didn't forgive. I was a person that had a hard time forgiving anybody who hurt me. I had grudges off the tee and I'm like, I'm asking God for healing, but I can't even forgive anybody. It's like God said in his word to love your neighbor, no matter what they do, you gotta love them. But I didn't have that kind of love. And so when uh, my pastor asked anybody who wants to rededicate their lives to really be set free, I had to choose. You know, God gives us free will, a choice of, of what we want. And so I just felt the Holy Spirit telling me, I've been here. I love you. I'm, 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 I'm the healer that you need. So what are you choosing? You can either go out and do what you've been doing, lying to yourself that you're gonna, you know, get through it with all this modern medicine, or you can call on me and I got you. So from then on, I made that choice that God, I'ma let you take control now. It's not me, no more me, it's all you and I need you. But from then on out, everything started going uphill. <laughs> you know, everything started falling into place. Of course, I had trials and tribulations like that would come and hit me, but I had to learn to stand firm on God's word and his promises. And that's why I'm still here today. Because I, I was supposed to, they, uh, my doctors told me I didn't, I wasn't going to see past 25. I'm 25 right now, about to make 26. So <laughs> overall, God has brought me through a lot. Wow, what a powerful testimony. And just to round up, what advice do you have for women out there or men out there or just anyone out there who's going through what you went through or even worse but what advice do you have for them oh well, my advice to the women that are going through the similar things I went through or going through the same exact thing is to remember that God is with you you're not alone you're, you're never alone don't let the enemy lie to you and tell you that oh you know this is happening to you because of the choices you made whatever you really need to stand firm in God's word and, and rebuke the devil for what he is. You know, you cast down those thoughts. God says to renew your mind. And I know at those times it's hard. It's like, how do, how do I, I say, say something against the devil himself coming against me when he, like, it looks like it's real, it's facts, but really life and death is in the power of our tongue. So my advice to the women, speak life over your situation. It looks like hell. It feels like hell. But you got life in, in, in your mouth. And you need to speak the life that God gave you. Well, I'm I'm just going to be real with you. Like, you know, me being um, saved now. You know, you know it's a hard walk. <laughs> like, you try your best not to backslide and anything. So, like, I just want to be honest. Like, being saved, I, I fell so many times. Like, in the sense of, like, I can't say that, oh, I can just name a scripture right off the bat type of thing. But I know Christ is within me, so. <laughs> no, I completely hear you. And I think what's important for us to all understand as well is that we are not perfect. We were not made to be perfect. God hasn't come back for those who are perfect. No, we're humans, right? He knows that we, we are human and he knows that we do face challenges. Even Paul talks about how 
the flesh is weak the flesh is always warring against the spirit there's a constant war between the flesh and the spirit daily god knows this so he's not expecting us to be perfect but what he is expecting is for us to die to ourselves daily and to carry our cross daily and what i mean by that is to acknowledge okay cool i have messed up i've sinned but how can I come out of that habit of sin? How can I try and renew my mind? Because the Bible says that when we come to Christ, we are a new creation. And therefore, we need to act as though we are a new creation. We need to put away our old self and try and be everything that he's called us to be. Now, that doesn't look perfect, but at least we're trying. At least we are making it our responsibility to build a relationship with him and to try. As long as you're trying, as long as you are repenting and you're going back to him and you're reviewing how you're able to improve and be better, God honours that. He honours someone who will sacrifice for him, who will change for him. Like, just adding on to my testimony, um, it's going to get hard at first. You know how everybody says there's a church at the end of the rainbow. You know that every storm is going to be rough, but you're more than a conqueror. God built us to last anything. But we need him first. We need him center. We ain't got him. We ain't got nothing. Uh, I just wanted to add, like how you were saying, how um, you could just hear, because my name is Faith. And honestly, I wanted to change my name all my life. Really? I hated my name. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't like it being teased a lot or just, you know, people make fun just make fun of my, my name. I thank God I was named Faith. <laughs> you have a powerful name, honestly. The story of my name, though, how it came about, um, I come from a family with all boys. I'm the only girl. I have five brothers. I'm the, yeah, so um, my mom, when she was pregnant to me, yeah. she asked God for a daughter. Yeah. And um, so her doctor at the time, her OBGYN, um, noticed that my mom was only having boys mm. all the time. And so when she came pregnant to me, she said, I asked God, and this pregnancy, I'm going to have a daughter. And so um, her doctor at the time, uh, being atheist and all of that, he was like, oh, no, you should just try. I mean, you've always had boys to do an ultrasound, and, you know, we're going to see your son. And she's like, no, it's a, do- it's, it's a girl. Mm-hmm. Her whole pregnancy with me, not one ultrasound. Wow. As soon as she gave birth. I was a girl. Oh my god! Yeah, that did take faith. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so good. So, as I said before, this is a short episode, but it's very impactful because I learned that God will bring us back to where He needs us to be. Like in this testimony, she talks about how she wasn't the best Christian and that's fine we don't have to be a perfect Christian for God to work in our lives we don't have to be perfect to experience God like he loves all of his children we are all his children regardless of if we're in Christ or not he we he made all of us right so he loves us all he's just waiting for you to come back to him and what I love about this episode is that she acknowledges that God is the one that carried her through and she acknowledges this as well 
that it is so important that to not just rely on your parents' faith, to not just rely on your on the people around you to pray for you. You need to have your own relationship with God. And of course, it's very important to have people around you to encourage you and to inspire you and to help you through it. But when it comes to having a personal relationship with God, it is so important for you to know him for yourself. Because when times are rough and you don't know who to turn to and you don't know who to call, your Bible is your best friend. The Holy Spirit will carry you through. He will give you a verse. He will speak to you. He will let you know what to meditate on. He will remind you about who God is and who he said he is and what he said he will do. He said that we are healed, that by his stripes we are healed. And therefore, if that is what he says, you best believe to believe and trust in your heart that you are healed. So... Thank you, Faith, for coming on to the His Word podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. I pray that God continues to protect you and your family. And I pray that he continues to show you that he is God. He continues to do great miracles, signs and wonders in your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. We thank God that he continues to work wonders in our lives. And I just want to say as well that if you do have a testimony, do not hesitate to reach out. We are an international platform and we are here to glorify God's name internationally. So if you do have a testimony, do not keep it to yourself. If your friends and family have shared something amazing, you let us know and we're able to use this platform to glorify God's name and to bring many people to Christ. The Bible tells us in Revelations chapter 12 verse 11, it says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony do you know how powerful that is the living word lets us know that we have a duty to overcome to overcome every obstacle of the enemy everything that he has programmed to have dominion over your life everything that he has programmed to work against you every obstacle it fails because of your testimony it fails because you were able to overcome it fails because you took that step to glorify God name to be obedient to really acknowledge him so if you are sitting on a testimony sit no longer change the narrative on your life and give God all the glory you don't know who you're able to impact you don't know who you're able to save just by sharing what he has done for you so guys it's been a pleasure it's Natasha Brown and you have listened to his word